Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One communist on the faculty. Of one university is one communist too many. One communist among the American advisors at Yalta was one communist too many. Even if there are only one communist in the State Department, that would still be one communist too many. The voice of American Republican Senator Joseph McCarthy. Beginning in 1950, McCarthy became the most visible public face of a period in the United States in which Cold War tensions fueled fears of widespread communist subversion. McCarthy was convinced that numerous communists and Soviet spies and sympathisers had infiltrated the United States federal government, universities, and even extended into the world of Hollywood filmmakers and stars. Investigating alleged communism in Hollywood, the Washington Committee on Un-American Activities has been hearing the testimony of prominent film personalities. Question is, have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? I'm framing my answer in the only way in which any American citizen can frame his then answer you denied, to question then you, invades his, absolutely invades Then you deny, to, you, you refuse to answer that question, is that correct? I have told you that I will offer right. my beliefs, my affiliations... Stand away from the stand! ...for the Bill of Rights which I'll you are trying to destroy. I'll stand away from the stand. Why did America fear communism so much? Who was Joseph McCarthy? And why were so many writers and Hollywood stars targeted? To answer the big questions on this critical period, History Hits' Rob Weinberg has been speaking with Dr. Mitch Goodrum. This is How and Why History. Mitch, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. How did the term the Red Scare originate? A red scare, it refers to the colour most often associated with communism. So it tends to be, at least in part, a fear of communism on the part of political cultural elites. And essentially it's about the fear of a communist revolution or insurrection of, of some kind. What was America's big fear when it came to communism? So with the first Red Scare that runs about sort of 1917 to 1920, it's kicked off in part by the Bolshevik Revolution and a fear of that spreading to the US. And it's seen as so antithetical to the American way of life. Part of this comes from the way that communism is represented. So it's 
submission to there's no individuality you all just you are one mass doing the will of the leader and the ends justify the means you can have these terrible policies but those people die and if you dig down into what a lot of other people were saying at the time about red scare it gets a bit silly it's like oh they're going to come and they're going to take our cars out of our garages and, and all that kind of stuff so the first red scare occurs in the united states post world war one yep and then the second red scare how did that compare to the first the second one is again they're kind of hard to pin down exactly when they begin but around about 1947 that's the year that president truman starts doing loyalty tests for federal employees to see whether they are sufficiently american in inverted commas and there are similarities between the two the way that they work there's a fear of communism again because after the first world war we have the fear of the russian revolution after the second world war we have all of a sudden this fear of we know how strong the soviets are because we've just been working with them to beat the nazis and now with some of their early Cold War actions, or what we now see as the Cold War, we see that strength as being turned against the US. So there is a fear of communism in both, and also in both, that fear of communism is used to stamp down on a lot of other dissent. So kind of civil rights, feminism, anything else that might be seen as somehow subversive can also brand that as communist and clamp down on it. One of the names that comes up most often with the second Red Scare is Senator Joseph McCarthy. What was his involvement? So he was the junior senator from Wisconsin from and from 1947 to 1950. He doesn't really do a great deal. And then in early 1950, he gives a speech where he's told that he's got to have an election issue Kind of sex appeal, something that's going to really get people listening to him. And he hits on communism and he starts touting a list that he claims to have that identifies 205 known communists in the State Department. It is often said by the left wing that it is sufficient to fight communism in Europe and Asia, but that communism is not a domestic American issue. But the record, my good friends, is that the damage has been done by cleverly calculated subversion at home and not from abroad. It is this problem of subversion that our committee faces. We Americans live in a free world, a world where we can stand as individuals, where we can go to the church of our own choice and worship God as we please, each in his own fashion where we can freely speak our opinions on any subject or on any man. Now, whether, whether we, sh we shall continue to so live has come to issue now. We will soon know whether we are going to go on living that kind of life or whether we are going to live the kind of life that 800 million slaves live under communist domination. The issue is simple. 
It is the issue of life or death for our civilization. Um, when he's challenged on this, when he reads it into the record in the Senate later, he changes the number to 57, he changes the number again. He's always very cagey about details. But this speech, which he thought would just do enough to get him re-elected, catapults him somehow to the forefront of national politics. And it's just one of those things where it happens to press all the right or the wrong buttons, depending on how you look at it, at the same time. So this is 1950, but in 1949, the Russians have just got their first atomic bomb. China has fallen. Uh, Chiang Kai-shek has fled. Chairman Mao has, has established a, a communist state in China. The Korean War's broken out. It feels like communism is closing in everywhere. And so this one speech of McCarthy's just resonates, and that gives him a platform really to operate from until about 1954, where up until that point, he's been able to sort of rail against liberals and people in film and whatever. But by 1954, he decides he's going to take on communism in the army. And the weakness of his position here is that this is televised. So the American public see his approach, which is bullying and there's no evidence. He tries to intimidate people into admit to being a communist or he'll ask them if they're a communist and they'll say, well, no, I'm not a communist. And he'll say, well, that's exactly what a communist would say. But then in 54, with the hearings into the army, he loses a great deal of his popular support because of this hectoring, bullying approach. And he's censured by the Senate and he dies in 1957, sort of a broken man. Why such an emphasis on people who are in the entertainment industry, Hollywood directors, writers, film stars and authors? So part of the communist party line coming out of Russia, even from the 1920s and 1920s, is the motion picture industry is the most powerful propaganda industry we have. You only have to to think of all of those great Eisenstein montage films the Soviets produced in the, in the 1920s. So the anti-communists in the US are also taking that line and thinking, well, if they're doing it in the Soviet Union, they're probably trying to do it elsewhere. So in the Second World War, some pro-Soviet films have been made because the US was allied with the Soviet Union. So they were fine in that context, but then in the context of post-Second World War, they looked very different. And also in the 1930s, the Popular Front, a kind of broad left-wing campaign, had its own cultural front, sort of a cultural left-wing front, people like Woody Guthrie. And a lot of those people were, if not members of the Communist Party, at least associated with communism or socialism somewhere. So because there was the odd person they could pin communism on, they became especially worried about it, especially given the line that the communists were trying to pursue, the spread of communism through motion pictures. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And the phrase witch hunt became quite common at that point. It works very well because of the hysteria that comes with witch hunts. And, of course, that's when the Arthur Miller play The Crucible just takes that to its logical conclusion by intersplicing, really, between the 1950s and the Salem witch trials of the 1690s. By the uh, mid-50s, like a lot of other people, I was at my wit's end as to how to counteract what I thought was a hysteria sweeping this country. To put it in a few words... It was uh, seemed to be a dangerous place in which to hold an opinion of which certain senators disapproved of. And uh, what my play is really about, and what I think Salem means, or should be, is that here some people refuse to compromise with the government and tell lies in order to save their lives. We can be uh, led or misled by appeals to a certain kind of purity of belief. And uh, a politician who has no qualms about telling lies, uh, it happens all the time, of course, can uh, very quickly uh, generate a, a, a following among certain people uh, by telling them that if they follow him, uh, they leave sin behind. I don't think this ever ends. I don't believe it ever ends. Every human being in every society has a panic button. And if anybody is unscrupulous enough to mash it, 
They're going to create a condition which, if it's unopposed successfully, can end up killing a lot of people. If somebody's going to yell fire, when there is no fire, there's going to be a stampede. And uh, somebody's going to get it. And I don't foresee the time when any society is guaranteed against that. When Arthur Miller wrote The Crucible, did people get the message? Did they get the parallels that he was drawing? I think people got the parallels, but it's always that thing of plausible deniability. If you put it somewhere else, this is why science fiction as well tends to be such a good way of exploring these things. And there are lots of 50s science fiction films that do the same thing. If you put it in a different place or in space, you can get away with a lot more than if you have a direct attack based in reality. What role did the FBI play in the struggle against communism? So the FBI and even its earlier version, the Bureau of Investigation, were very active in combating communism from the beginning. So J. Edgar Hoover was there from as early as 1919. He was at the radical division then. Um, and he was working with various other people to gather information that led to the Palmer raids, the Attorney General A. Mitchell Palmer in that period. And those raids were intent on finding anarchists, communists, socialists. They're not particularly clear on the division between them. They just see all of them as, as bad people. So Hoover is there at the beginning and he's there all the way through. He's there through until 1972. So we've got almost 50 years really of Hoover being there and with a very strong anti-communist focus. He wrote books in the 1950s about how to combat communism and they used their extensive networks for gathering information to smear people. So did he continue with that stance right up to the 1970s, even though the witch trials had more or less come to nothing? Yes, anyone at all progressive was really in danger of being surveilled by J. Edgar Hoover. I mean, even, again, as we, we were talking about kind of the radicalism of the 30s and 40s, there was an author, Pearl S. Buck, who by the 1960s was doing sort of, you know, Pearl S. Buck's Bible stories for children type things, but the FBI still had her under surveillance. They were still watching her because of the more radical stance that she had taken in the 1930s and 1940s. So it wasn't even that they just sought out new people, it was that they also carried on watching the people they had been watching 30 years before. And if you were found to be a communist, how were you dealt with? So, well, in the film industry, there was the blacklist. And that meant that unless you found ways to work around that by working under a pseudonym or whatever, you couldn't work. So you wouldn't be employed. Let's just hear, for example, the actors Gary Cooper, Ronald Reagan and Robert Taylor. Well, I have turned down quite a few scripts because I thought they were tinged with communistic ideas. They uh, haven't attempted to use me, I don't think, because apparently uh, 
They know that I'm not very sympathetic to communism. There has been a small group within the Screen Actors Guild which has consistently opposed the policy of the Guild Board and Officers or the Guild itself as evidenced by the vote on various issues. That uh, small clique uh, has been referred to, has been discussed as more or less following the tactics that we uh, associate with the Communist Party. If I had my way about it, they'd all be sent back to Russia or some other unpleasant place. If you were found to be a communist, it was essentially life-ending, really. There was very little that you could do to counteract that. And that led to a lot of self-policing as well from people who were accused of being a communist. And so if they managed to get through a trial and prove that they were not a communist, they would then sort of disavow any radicalism that they once had. And this is one of the things that creates the break between the second wave feminists, say, and the feminists of the 1930s and 40s, because many of them had been socialists or something. But then to survive, to keep their jobs, to not have their husbands smeared as well, and so their husbands kept their jobs, they disavowed their radicalism, which was then not seen by some of the later generations of, of feminists that came afterwards. But Betty Friedan did this. She was a uh, a radical in the 1940s, and then she disavows all of that to put out a more sedate middle-class feminism in the 60s. To what extent was the Red Scare affecting or even cared about by the general populace, or was it something that was happening at the level of government predominantly? So there, there were things like, so there was a conservative gossip columnist, um, Hedda Hopper, who essentially encouraged people to inform to her um, on other people. And she would then generate these up into stories. And she would also, through her columns, encourage people to boycott uh, films produced by someone that she had or someone else had decided was a communist. So the general populace could get caught up in these things through grassroots action. Uh, similarly, in the late 1940s into the 1950s, comics were seen as agents of communism. So they would gather up comics and people could do this, right? You could do something you can do in your community. You can go around, you can get your children to gather up all these comics and then you can symbolically burn them. Um, so this is a way that the general populace could get involved and it seems like quite an anti-democratic way to defend democracy, to burn books. Would that have been the period when the Red Scares reach its peak? Yeah, Senate subcommittee hearings on juvenile delinquency, which were into comics and their effect on youth, were in 1954 and ran parallel with the Army McCarthy hearings. So that that was really its peak. I mean, after his censure uh, in 1954, it fizzled out. And similarly, in, in, with the first Red Scare, it fizzles out because the economy improves. And if you keep crying wolf, and then there is no wolf, people stop believing in the need to worry about the wolf. 
to what extent does the fear of communism still exist in the United States today? We can see it now in debates around things like Medicare um, and this being seen as, as somehow socialist or, or communist to have access to healthcare on an equal basis. It does seem to be something that through these scares has really embedded itself in the, the national consciousness. A lot of creative professions were targeted in the McCarthyite era. Were any of the people that were put on trial, so to speak, truly communists, or was there a lot of witch hunting and people being blacklisted for their associations but with no particular beliefs behind them? In both Red Scares, they did put people on trial who were anarchists or communists. People like Dalton Trumbo in the second Red Scare, he's a communist. Are you or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? I believe I have the right to be confronted with any evidence which supports this question. I should like to see what you have. Oh, well, you would. Yes. Well, you will pretty soon. <laughs> So, in some ways, yes, it was right. He was a communist. They did take the actions. Whether it was right to take those actions or not is a different thing. And it's the same in the first Red Scare, with not with creative types as much, say, but with Sacco and Vanzetti, who are the two individuals who stand out the most in the first Red Scare. They were Italian immigrants, and they were accused of a robbery and a murder. But in order to play up the illegality of the raids and the, the brutality of the system that was accusing them, they played down the fact that Sacco and Vanzetti were anarchists. They hadn't committed the crime they were accused of, but they were anarchists. So yeah, they, they did find people who were communists or anarchists as part of the trials. Mitch, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you. How and why history? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com. Code program.